2: It is 19 past 8 here on SENZ. This is your summer breakfast. Ricardo Ball, Mitch McLennigan with you. Uh, joining us now uh, to talk, the great John Madden uh, is a bloke who played his college football for Penn State and then played 10 years in the NFL as a linebacker for the Detroit Lions, the San Diego Chargers and the Green Bay Packers as well. The man they call Laz, uh, Jim good uh, G'day, Jim,
1: how you doing? Hey, everything's good. Uh, sorry we have to meet in... These conditions and these terms, but uh, it's great hearing your voice.
2: Yeah, and and yours, man. Uh, you know, I mean, you, I know you, you. you recently retired from a long time in broadcasting that you uh, ran sports broadcasting you did uh, post your playing career. Uh, you would have played through that John Madden era, Jim. Uh, I'm I'm sure you you met the man as well. I mean, for so many of the the new generation, if you like, of football fans, uh, Madden is just a name on a PlayStation game. But he was so much more than that yeah. to the sport, right?
1: Think about that. Yeah, in, in all three phases, all three careers that he had, he's a Hall of Famer. It's just amazing. Uh, the guy was incredibly bright, and uh, he had a way of figuring out uh, how to deal with people. Those Raider teams that he coached, uh, playing against them, it was difficult because um, they each had different personalities that the players did. And he kind of wanted them to have their own personality on the field. So it looks like um, you never really knew what you were going to go up against. Uh, other than you knew you were going to get their best effort. And that's because of the way he handled his players. And people, I think the players loved playing for the guy, and that's why he had the success as a coach.
0: Yeah, Jim, uh, you talk about that. There's a lot of people coming out and saying they really enjoyed playing with him because he let them play football on the field and then have some fun off the field. Um, You know, was that something (laughs) new to that era that he brought in?
1: (laughs) It wasn't totally new, but he he was able to maybe uh, uh, gather better players um, a lot of guys would go off and have their fun uh <laughs> that, that was true for a lot of teams <laughs> but, but the way he coached his players it, it maybe led to the fact that they were a little better team than maybe the Detroit Lions where I remember going up against the uh the Raiders in the mid 70s and getting spanked uh, they were just they were t- they were tough and they would uh they would have a lot of fun beating into the ground and uh, I think that was a reflection of John Madden you know deep down he didn't want to lose i mean he was um he was driven i mean dude, look at his life I mean, to be successful as he was in three different endeavors um yeah, you gotta be a- a driven and he was driven and not that the rest of us weren't weren't we all wanted to win but he was able to pull it all together uh, for that uh, time as a raiders head coach and as a broadcaster he pulled it all together uh and then you know uh, in his video games, I understand he was pretty well involved in the development of it. It wasn't just his name on it, he helped develop it and make it uh, the sensation that it is.
0: Well, all those X's and O's were definitely in the video games. That's how I learned, uh, learned football for sure. Boom um, and the bam! Yeah, the boom and the bam. I was just about to go into that, Jim. I was like, as a coach, surely he's on the sideline and you're in that line, and yeah, every time you get contact, you hear the boom from the John Brandon from the sideline. It would have been amazing. Yeah. What a great broadcaster, though.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, actually, and, and having spent 10 years in the NFL as a player and then gone into broadcasting, uh, I can appreciate just what a sensational job he did, you know, both in football and in broadcasting, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, you always want to look back on your career and think, well, things went pretty well with John. He sent the be- He set the, the, he set the benchmark, uh, for coaches, you know, he won a Super Bowl, retire young, go into broadcasting, become the best all time. It's just remarkable.
2: He was just the best at everything he did. And I think you, you touched on it earlier, Jim, when you said he, he just made things easy for people. So, you know, he made things – he was a great man manager, but he made things easy for people to understand. He could put difficult concepts in simple ways so that blokes like me could understand them.
1: Interesting. that You put it so well there. As a broadcaster, he did that. But obviously, looking back on it, he, he had that knack as a coach too mm. to simplify things to the point where just go out there and just play. Hey, just play your tails off, and, and, and that'll probably be good enough. You know, here's your game plan, but play your tails off, and that's going to be good enough. We're going to beat these guys. So, um, you, you know, you spent time in San Diego at San Diego State with Don Coryell. Don Coryell was a visionary offensive coordinator and head coach as a, as a coordinator. And as a head coach, Don Coryell had some of the most amazing offenses in NFL history. Um, you might recall hearing about Air Coryell and Dan Fouts and Kellen Winslow and some great Charlie Joyner, some great players from the San Diego days. Well, you know, Madden had that in his DNA. He he um he spent time with Coriel. So, so I think he really understood offensive football as well as the defense. And uh I, I think that really helped his success too. You know, I I am sure he was a sponge when it came to uh, other coaches and other approaches to, to play in the game. And and, and Don Coriel, like John Madden, let his players be be, be men. Be mm. go out there and do what you do. What you do off the field is what you do off the field. But when you're on the field, you're going to, we're going to do it this way with some personality. And John certainly had that.
0: And Jim, just talking about your career as well, mate, you ran into the Oakland Raiders in 1980 uh, on, their, on their way to the Super Bowl. But you had a really good, uh, you know, a few couple of years with San Diego and then Green Bay with a few playoffs. So, I mean, just how was that experience um, going into the playoffs in the NFL? I mean, that's from what we see on the TV. It's, it just looks incredible.
1: Well, it is, and I will tell you that the most painful loss we had was against the Raiders, and I think it was 1980. We we considered ourselves the best team in football, and they upset us. They were a wild card team, which meant that they didn't win their division, but they made it into the playoffs based on the best record of all the teams that didn't make it to the playoffs. We met them in the AFC Championship game; the winner would go into the Super Bowl, and it was a it was a it was really a, 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 it was an intense rivalry. And they beat us. It was, you know, they they beat us. Uh, they uh, p- picked off six passes, intercepted six passes, and and uh, went on to uh, to the Super Bowl, and they won the Super Bowl. We always look back on that as uh, former Chargers and think, doggone on it. That was our that was our year. Mm. Uh, but it wasn't. Of course, John wasn't coaching them then. He was busy. Uh, doing his telestrator business on TV. Growing <laughs> 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 uh, up back just to uh, know it was the same boom and bam and wow. I know,
2: I was thinking when you were saying that, the boom and bam and wow, you're on the field getting knocked around and you hear that and you think, am I in, a, in an episode of Batman? Uh, you know, <laughs> I none of that going on? Uh, I, I, I was looking uh, at John's record, his coaching record, and uh, he had a great record. He had a better winning percentage than Lomb- Vince Lombardi, but it, I was struck by in comparison, how few games he coached, it felt like his, he, his coaching career could have gone on further, right? From your point of view, what was the reason do you think that he stopped coaching when he did to go into broadcasting?
1: And, you know, I, I think there's um, really bright people like John obviously was. Um, I think they know when to wrap it up and move on. And I just think he felt that he had, he had accomplished so much as a coach, maybe take a step back and, and try something else. If the broadcasting hadn't worked out, I'm sure you would have found. You know, teams would have been lining up to hire him as a head coach. Mm. Uh, I think the way he, uh, the the NFL coaches are so intense about preparation and and um, and, and game day strategy and, and dealing with players that I think it takes its toll. Mm. And I think that even though John was a young man, maybe it's about time to take a step back. If this broadcasting thing doesn't work out, I'll, I'll always find a gig. So I, I think that. Uh, he was the accidental brilliant broadcaster because he took a step back from football and then realized, you know, this is a lot more fun, <laughs> a lot less stress, nice. and probably a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Jim, I'll just add one, one last, just out of interest. How, how come it took them 30 years to put them into the Hall of Fame? Is that just a standard timeline for, for NFL Hall of Fame?
1: No. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I was wondering that too when I read it. And I was at his induction ceremony. I was doing some work for DirecTV at the time. I happened to be back there. And, uh, I, you know, it's probably the fact that he, he didn't have as long a career um, a number of years. You know, How many years did he coach? Not that many. Uh, and so I think they put a lot of weight in you longevity. Know, spending your life in the game, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't, that, that would be the only reason. But, you know, and then certainly what he brought to the game as a broadcaster. Um, you know, I know it's the Hall of Fame, is for coaches, and coaches, players, and administrators, but there's room for a guy like John Madden, based on the fact that he was such an mm. ambassador for the game.
2: Yeah, he was uh, indeed that, and he did so much more for the game. Like, you know, he said, the, the, the way that uh, Madden, uh, the game, took off, you know, that's pulled in people from all around the world who may never have been to an NFL game or had a team to follow but just love playing video mm. games, and all of a sudden they're invested
1: in the sport. Yeah. yeah, and it's accurate, and it's fun, and uh, <laughs> and again, it, until recently, I didn't realize that he had he had invested three or four years of, of time and effort into helping develop it.
2: Yeah, that's that's great. I, I, got, I guess in a way, the X's and O's translate quite well into that, uh, you know, one zero one zero one, right?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Hey, so I got to tell you? I'm, I'm wearing a, uh, a a shirt I got in my last trip to New Zealand. It was a number of years ago uh, can I mention a beer on, on the radio? Sure. Yeah. You yeah, go for it. Particularly on this radio show. Is it, is it Monteith? Yeah. Monteith, yeah. 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 That's Mons. right. Yeah, it's from, oh, from I got down my south. Monteith, uh, oh yeah. I got my, uh, green and black and white Monteith, uh, rugby shirt on and, uh, Oh, beautiful. Um, I wear it a lot this time of year, uh, in, in San Diego cause it cools off a little bit. And, uh, it brings back some great memories of, of traveling around New Zealand.
0: Oh, beautiful. Oh, well, well, when Jim. things open up again, you'll have to come for another trip.
1: I think that's a great idea. Yeah,
2: I'll turn you on to some other beers as well, Jim, and we'll get you another shirt. that's a deal it's a deal it's a deal hey Jim listen thanks very much man I really appreciate you coming on and and talking about John uh, Madden the way you have uh, uh, you know from not only a former player's point of view but a former sportscaster point of view as well man really appreciate your time go well and uh, like I say as Mitch said when it opens up again we welcome you back we'll take you on a brewery tour we'll find you a new shirt
1: that's a great idea
2: thanks Love it. Love it. Good stuff, man. Jim Laslovic with us, former NFL player of uh, 10 years and then a a long career as a sportscaster in the game in the US as well. It is 8.31 here on SENZ with Mitch McClendon and Ricardo Ball, your summer breakfast. Time now for Karen with news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand.